what does the Apostle Paul mean when he declares in Galatians 6.17, I am bearing in my body the brand marks of the Lord Jesus Christ. With these words, the Apostle Paul boldly proclaimed some of the most profound words written about a believer's identification in the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, differing things will look at how this phrase identifies us with our Lord Jesus Christ. Now for our host, Bill Petrie. Galatians 6.17 states, From now on, let no one cause me any trouble, for I am bearing in my body the brand marks of the Lord Jesus Christ. The marks of Jesus, whether these were marks on his body, scars of his sufferings, or whether he was using a figure, a well-known figure of speech, we may not be quite sure. It is possible that Paul meant both. That is, that there were marks on his body, marks of the rod with which he had been beaten, marks of stones with which he had been stoned, marks of the hardships through which he had passed. And then, looking at them, he thought of them in the light of the brand. You know what the brand is. Animals are branded, branded with hot irons. And he looked at those scars and thought of them as a brand. But it does not matter very much which it was. It was quite true that Paul bore, branded in his very being, the marks of Jesus Christ. It is that that matters, that there shall be the marks of Jesus Christ. I want to suggest to you that these marks, these scars to which the apostle referred as branded on his body were marks which represent three things. First. They were the marks of ownership. They declared that he belonged to the Lord Jesus, and everybody could see it. I think that was very much in the mind of the apostle because of the figure of speech or the well-known custom to which he referred. The brand, I am bearing in my body the brand marks of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every owner has his own branding mark, branding iron, and all who see that mark can know to whom that one is branded and belongs. I think further that the apostle had in his mind Not the branding of animals, but what in the Greek world in his day was a well-known custom, the branding of slaves. Now, you know, in those days and in that world, slaves were purchased 
at a price, became the property of the master. And there was no getting their liberty unless in some way they could pay the price which had been paid for them. And this was very doubtful. If they earned any wages at all, it would be a whole lifetime before they could save enough to buy themselves free. But there was a way out. There was a custom. They could go to the temple of their God and see the priest, and they could sell themselves to the God to become the property of the God or the gods. Heathen gods, of course, which were, in fact, no gods. If they did that, the priest took a branding iron, which had the mark of the god, the particular god or deity, and he pulled up the sleeve of the slave and branded on his arm the mark of the god. And from that time, he was regarded as the slave of the gods, which meant that he was free from all other slavery. He could go out. Now, should his old master or the successor of his old master or any of his relatives try to bring him back again into bondage, as they might, they might pursue him, overtake him, seek to bring him back again into slavery. And when they sought to do so, all that he had to do was to draw up his sleeve and show the brand mark of the God, and they dare not touch him. If they did, they became the enemy of the God, and that God was against them, and no one would dare that. Because he was a slave of the God, he was a free man in the world. Paul knew all about that. And I think it was to that he referred when he said, let no one cause me any trouble. Let no one try to bring me into bondage. Let no one lay any hand upon me to make me their property. I belong to the Lord Jesus Christ because I am bearing in my body the brand marks of the Lord Jesus Christ. A little earlier, in Galatians 6.14, the Apostle Paul said, God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. He was saying, in effect, O world to whom I was once a slave, to whom I was once in bondage, who once claimed me and held me and used me. O world, I am freed from you because I have been made the captive slave of Jesus Christ by his cross. He has set me free from your bondage and captivity. My bondage to him spells my liberty from the world.
O world, do not seek to get me back again. Lay no hands of yours upon me. Old life, which I once had, do not seek to capture me again. I belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. I bear branded in my body his marks. I think the message there is a perfectly clear one. The marks of Jesus for all to see, to be shown to all. Speak of our belonging to him, of his being our master. And this means faithfulness and loyalty in our allegiance to him as our master. Faithfulness and loyalty to him. We all know the test of loyalty to the Lord in this world. The world is reaching out a hand, as it were, to come and interfere with our loyalty to the Lord Jesus Christ, just not to let it be known that we belong to him. Such are the standards today, the mental standards of life, that it is so widely thought to be an uneducated, foolish thing to be a Christian. It is not robust. It is not strong. You must be of an inferior kind if you are a Christian. That is how it is. We know it quite well. This world despises Christians. And the temptation to all Christians is in some way to be Christians without giving it away, without letting it be too obvious. And so we hide behind quite a lot of things. We do not want to make a show of faith. We do not want to thrust scripture down people's throats. <laughs> we do not want to offend people and upset our chances of influencing them by giving it away too soon. All sorts of things like that. Hiding round corners, thinking we are going to get a better advantage. We are really going to serve the Lord's interests much better by going carefully, going slowly, and all the time taking cover and camouflaging. People say he's of such heavenly-minded things that he's of no earthly value. Statements like that are a way for a believer to camouflage their faith. But Paul said, well, henceforth, let no man trouble me, for I bear branded on my body the marks of Jesus, and all can see it. I am quite sure that is what is meant in this passage. The manifest marks and signs of his ownership that we belong to him. And I really and truly believe, after all, 
that the world far more highly respects and esteems the Christians who lets it be known straight from the shoulder than the one who covers it up. I remember one day, many years ago, when I was a young teenager, maybe 13 or 14, a very deep impression was made upon me. I was in the store, and two salesmen came in. One came in, looked all around to see who was in the shop. Some saw people there, so stepped over into the corner and waited. Then he proceeded to his business in a sort of way that suggested to my youthful mind that he was ashamed to be doing business, that he did not want people to know who or what he was. It was all so undercover. Perhaps I should not have noticed it so much had it not been for the next episode. The door opened, and in came a fine, very big fellow, a strapping young man, most likely in his late 20s. And he saw the manager. Good morning, Mr. So-and-so. I have a splendid line for you today. Stuck out his hand, and he started right away. Everybody in the shop heard all about it. He went straight at it and captured the business. He got it immediately. He was bent on business. It made a tremendous impression on me. As we came out of the store, my friend who was with me said, that is the way to do business. Forgive me if that seems to be coming on to a very low level. I do feel that there is a great deal in being open and letting it be known where you stand. No hiding the brand. We belong to the Lord. We are glad that we belong to the Lord. We are very glad to call him master. We have no compromise over that. We belong to the Lord. And we tell him that. And we will tell every other Christian that. But is it only in the realm where we are accepted? Where we know we are accepted? Where we know it is quite safe and quite comfortable to let it be known? What about this world? The marks of his ownership. Remember Paul in that shipwreck? How outstanding he was. He warned them. And then the time came when they were at their wit's end. And he came up to the master of the ship. And he said, be of good cheer. The Lord, whose I am and whom I serve. That is it. No covering there. He let it be known. I do not think I need to try to drive that home. That lies here, right at the beginning. The marks of faithfulness and loyalty in our allegiance to him, whom we are glad to call Master.
in Lord, to whom we really do owe everything. Is it not just a little unfair, to say the least of it, when we are prepared in secret with him to acknowledge that we owe him everything, to be ashamed to let it be known out in the world whose we are? There was also the second point, the marks of devotion in service. Marks not only of ownership, but of devotion and service. Paul had gained many a scar in his devoted service to the Lord Jesus Christ. The service of the Lord for him meant suffering. And the marks or the brand were the marks of faithfulness unto service. It may not be that all of us will be called into that form of service, known as missionary service, to which Paul was called, and many others. But that does not matter in this connection. We are not going to get very far in our devotion to the interests of the Lord Jesus Christ in this world without discovering that it is going to mean sacrifice, suffering unto sacrifice. It is going to cost. It may cost something in the matter of position, recognition. The best things may not be allowed to come our way. We may not be given an open door into certain circles. Those circles may be closed to us. There, be, there may be many whose friendship we would like to have, but which friendship will be withheld from us. In many ways, we may have to suffer loss, suffer unto sacrifice, if the interests of the Lord Jesus Christ are going to be pursued and furthered through us. I doubt whether it is possible for the real interests of the Lord Jesus to be served without sacrifice on our part. I do not think it is possible, and it may be that you and I, at the close of our course here, will look back and see many things that might have been ours, positions and acceptances and rewards but which we have never come into, never possessed. We must let them go for Jesus' sake. And we may, at that time, bear the brand of the Lord Jesus in this connection. Why? Why this? Why that? Why does it mean this? Why did it cost that? Why have I never attained where some have attained? That is the brand of the Lord Jesus Christ, the mark of Jesus Christ. There are gains hidden from view, which will more than compensate for that. <clears throat> this man, the Apostle Paul, who wrote these words, wrote in another place, 
Our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eonian weight of glory. Well, we look not at the things which are seen, but at, at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eonian. But the things seen do hold us so much, do they, do they not? It is so difficult to get our eyes away from things seen. That is, the things that are manifest, things that can be taken account of. They are so present to view. The losses, the sufferings, the trials, the difficulties, the adversities, these are things seen. Things not seen. What are they, after all? Well, so far as we are concerned, the things that are not seen are promises. That is what it amounts to. They are real in God, but to us, they are nothing more than promises. We have not received them. They are not seen. <laughs> For present practical purposes, they are only promises, yet far more exceeding and Ionian, far more excellent, exceeding and Ionian. A heavy, way down weight of glory. That is their unseen. Well, we bear the marks of loss here. Loss of what we might have had, could have had. It was there for us. <coughs> <coughs> But because of the interests of the Lord Jesus, it had to be let go. The marks of the Lord Jesus, faithfulness unto service, the unpopular way with all that it costs. Then lastly, these marks on the apostle were third, and our last point, the marks of the likeness. Of Jesus Christ. The brand, if it has any object at all, is something for others to see, to take note of, something which makes clear to all who are in any way interested that that particular individual is defined and designated the property of another. It is something to show. And the marks of the Lord Jesus Christ are not only marks of ownership and a brand of devotion and service, but they are the brand of likeness. I have always thought that exhortations to Christ's likeness are not enjoyable things. And I must confess that whenever I hear people exhorting us to be Christ-like, I have not found very much response. 
It is no use me telling you to be Christ-like. So I am not going to do it. And yet, I am saying that for you and for me, there has got to be Christ-likeness as the brand of his ownership of our lives. How does Christ-likeness come about? Well, the brand of devotion and service come about by the measure in which we are prepared to suffer for him, to make sacrifices for him. The marks or brand of Christ-likeness come about by the measure in which we have communion with him, so that the brand of Christ-likeness is the result of faithfulness in that communion. You see? The brand of ownership is the result of faithfulness and loyalty. The brand of devotion and service, it is the mark of faithfulness in suffering and sacrifice. The mark of Christ-likeness come out of faithfulness in communion with the Lord. How shall I be like Christ? How will you be like Christ? How will others see the marks of Jesus in us? Just insofar as we are faithful in our communion. You know that in everyday life, start the day without your quiet time, without your prayer, and it will not be long before there are other marks or brands in your life than the marks of Jesus. Neglect prayer, neglect communion with your Lord, and the traces of the Lord will soon disappear. On the other hand, look after the matter of communion. Preserve that quiet time, those quiet times. Look after your times of prayer. See to it that he has a place in your heart, a large place in your heart every day, and you need not worry about being like the Lord Jesus Christ. All the worry to be like the Lord Jesus Christ will not make any difference. People who walk closely with him, keep in touch with him, look after their prayer life, do carry those marks in his restfulness, his peacefulness, his patience, his gentleness, his kindness, his love. These are the brand of Jesus Christ. That is how it comes about. I do not tell you to strive, and I do not tell you to strive and struggle to be like Jesus. I say to you, keep in touch with Jesus. Do believe me, because I know many individuals who have gone the other way. I know, oh, I know, on the one hand, the blessedness and on the other hand, I have seen the bitterness of suffering bound up with this very thing. The blessedness of looking after the quiet times, the prayer times, the communion life with the Lord when we sit and we quietly contemplate his word as we read it and study it. Oh, yes, in business, in the world, what a difference it makes. On the other hand, things breaking in. 
adverse things that interfere with the life of communion with the Lord. And the result, oh, the miserable, wretched result that it produces. May I urge upon you to see to faithfulness in that fellowship, in that communion with your Lord. And perhaps without knowing it, you will be bearing the marks of the Lord Jesus, his likeness. I do not want you to be able to go about showing people how like Christ you are. I want it to be there, and yet not to know it, because it is such a part of me that I don't even think about it. People will come and try to draw away and to entice, but the world will seek to allure and they will try to upset and annoy. But remember, you belong to Jesus Christ, and we are satisfied with Jesus Christ. We have all that we could possibly want or need in him. Let no man trouble me, a bear branded on my body, the marks of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May it be like that with all of us. I am his without end, only his, who the Lord and me shall part. For his and for his interests above my own and all others. His servant is who I am and whom I serve. His and blessed in unbroken communion that through me his likeness may be seen. This is the brand marks of the Lord Jesus Christ. Good day, and God bless. We want to thank you for listening to this week's Differing Things podcast. If you would like to get more information about the Bible, please check out our website, www.beacon-ministries.org. Do not forget to join us next week for a new Differing Things podcast.